0: Hello everyone, it is season 2 episode 8 here on The Founding Female and I have got a surprise for you guys. I'm so excited, I've been working on this. Um, I love writing and during this isolation I thought this is a good time to start a short story or maybe start a new novel and I started writing and I thought it's going to be about George Washington because we all know I love George Washington. And it surprised me because it actually turned out to be about Thomas Jefferson, which I think is a good thing because I have a different perspective on Thomas Jefferson than most people, and I see him in a different light than most people, and I relate to him on many levels, uh, and I understand him, so maybe this is going to be a good thing. So, this book is going to be fiction, that doesn't mean that I'm not putting facts within the fiction, but it is going to be primarily fiction. I'm trying to line up the time periods, like when he was at home and blah blah blah. I don't necessarily know if that's going to completely pan out with the way that I want things, but I'm trying. Um, It's going to be adventurous. It's going to be funny you're going to see Thomas Jefferson, or you're going to read about Thomas Jefferson in different scenarios and situations that you might not have expected. Um, So without further ado, I'm going to read a little bit that I've been working on for you today. So here we go. It was April 13th, and all Jefferson wanted to do was celebrate his birthday in peace and quiet. You see, Jeffy was a shy man, not as outspoken as many of his fellow peers were, or as confident, such as the likes of Patrick Henry, Benjamin Franklin, or his best friend, Alexander Hamilton. I'm kidding, he didn't wish him dead, but they weren't friends. No, what Thomas Jefferson really wanted was to sit down, be surrounded by all his books and read them, maybe caress them, definitely smell them. He'd finally made his birthday decision, which, let's face it, was an easy one for him to make. He'd have a cup of tea made up, sit by a window, listen to the birds chirp away as he picked up a book to read. Today, he would forget about all his problems, and they felt like a lot. After all, surviving a war and starting a new nation was never easy. He was tired, emotionally and mentally, and you might as well throw physically in there. Though he kept active, especially when going out for horse rides. Thomas liked the calm and the quiet. It gave him a chance to truly be at peace with the ever-growing thoughts in his head. Today, he told himself, he wouldn't be bothered. Father, his daughter Martha's small but beautiful voice rang through Monticello. He was home, for now at least, but of course, for never too long. Always something to be done, he whispered, but only to himself. There she stood before him, his beautiful, beloved daughter. "'There you are,' she announced as she smiled while practically bouncing over to him. "'Here I am,' Thomas smiled, his arm stretched out to offer up a most precious hug. "'I was looking for you. It's your birthday, after all.' "'Indeed, it seems to be,' he said whilst placing a kiss on her cheek as he stood up. "'Shall we go for a ride?' Thomas thought very carefully about what his answer should be. He didn't enjoy hurting his daughter's feelings. After all, when times were tough, she was always by his side. And, well... He didn't mind going for a ride. Maybe a few cobwebs would be swept away. Maybe he'd even stop to take a look at his garden. It was spring, after all. So he took a second longer to look at his very unread book and decide to make yet another decision that day. The book could wait. Spending quality time with his daughter couldn't. I surrender to you, my dear. Let's go for a ride. The weather was a nice 70 degrees, perfect. Thomas knew this because he recorded the temperature every day, pages full of the stuff. A slight breeze nearly knocked his cocked hat off and his cue along with it. Great, he thought. Good start. Before mounting his horse, Polly, he took some time in petting her. She had the most beautiful black fur. Riding a horse wasn't much different from any other day, considering he usually spent a good three hours a day on horseback. This gave his mind a true chance to escape whatever nightmares plagued his thoughts. Writing seemed to help cure them. It was another way for him to relax. He was a great writer, too. Most didn't even give his horse riding a thought next to the likes of brilliant people that surrounded him, such as General George Washington, who was quite well known for many things, especially his horse riding skills. Jefferson, however, really did love his blood horses, or as you, the reader, might call them, thoroughbreds. Jefferson couldn't forgive or forget how in 1781, not long ago, Lord Cornwallis had dispatched Bannister Tarleton and a load of soldiers to capture him and burn his home. Jefferson, by the grace of God, was able to escape, and so was his home. But they took the mares who were of use to them, and the rest were killed. To this day, it's left an ache in Jefferson's heart one that as of yet will not be mended. Come on, Polly, he lovingly called to her. It's time we ride. Jefferson hopped upon her, feeling tall, feeling powerful, and feeling happy. This was exactly what he needed after all. As he rode through the hills of the Monticello estate, he was reminded like always how blessed he was to end up here. He knew many others didn't share the same luxuries. He looked forward to every waking moment that he shared at home, and like George Washington, didn't enjoy being away from it, although sometimes it was necessary, and sometimes he too enjoyed a break and a much needed vacation. Spring was in the air, and so was the pollen. His garden was in full bloom. He took a long pause in order to study it. He slowly took in a deep breath and then slowly let it come out. The air was fresh. "'Tis beautiful, Papa," Martha exclaimed. I couldn't agree more with that statement, Jefferson said. Him and his daughter rode until their legs were sore and night's darkness was cast upon them. So that is my short little snippet for you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, every time I reread it, there's something I want to put in, take out, rearrange. um, So I'm sure it will change a little bit as time goes on. But that's what I have for now. So, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening today. That is what I've got going on. Um, Sorry it was a short episode. I hope you all are staying safe, and I will see you next week. Bye.